0: Hey everyone, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Kellen's Petty Talk Show. On this episode, I had the great fortune of talking to the king of Doylestown himself, John Simmons of Creeks, and formerly the front man of balance and composure. We get a chance to discuss his humble beginnings all the way to what he's up to nowadays. you will hopefully be inspired by his great intuition and journey post-balance, where he channeled his inner anxiety into a solo venture after moving from PA to Los Angeles. If you're a fan of John's music or just his spicy personality, shoot him a follow on Instagram at It's Creeks. That's I-T-S Creeks. If you're in Cleveland, Detroit, or Chicago, you simply must whip your wallets out and purchase a ticket for John's project Creeks, who just happens to be opening up for Michigan's favorite bad boys, Fireworks, this April. These shows are simply ones that you do not want to miss. Be sure to rate the podcast on Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you listen to this garbage. Slap it with that five-star rating to ensure that this little show of mine doesn't slip into the ass crack of oblivion. As always, if you like what you hear, follow the podcast on Instagram at Callan's Petty Talk Show to stay up to date on all the new guest announcements. Sit back, relax, and defeat the low, baby. try to guess so sit back and relax what's up man how you doing good how you doing doing pretty good nice to see you nice to see you too thanks for having me on yeah i'm really stoked about this um have you checked out any cool movies lately um yeah
1: i have i saw women talking last week
0: how was that i liked it it was cool i'm looking forward to that one
1: and i watched good time this week as well
0: okay that's a classic
1: that movie is awesome.
0: That is a great movie. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. I love it. You an Uncut Gems fan too? Yeah, yeah. I like this. I like everything that the Sapti brothers have done so far. Yeah, I recently checked out their first movie, Daddy Long Legs. That's a pretty that, good one. That I haven't seen, but I I know of it. I haven't seen it yet though. I don't yeah, know it's... where to find it. I think yeah, I think I had to like sign up for one of those like t- free tutorials for a week for one of those weird streaming services, and you just oh, okay. you just do the classic like cancel like right right after you watch it. So they don't bill you. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. That's what I'm doing with Showtime right now to watch George and Tammy. Right. Oh, how's that? Is that pretty good?
1: It's pretty good. Yeah. But the, their voice, like the actor's voices, like don't do George and Tammy justice. And it's super auto-tuned. So it bugs me. I don't think it would bug a normal listener. Right.
0: But it bugs me. I'm like, it's just not the same, but it's still good. (laughs) It's definitely still good though. Um, so you were born in Knoxville, Tennessee, where you were eight until you were eight years old. And then you moved to Jamison near Doylestown. Yeah. Okay. Look at you. Pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) How how is Knoxville? Is that pretty cool place to grow up? Um, yeah. From what I remember, I mean, I love Tennessee
1: as a whole. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, I liked it a lot
0: down there, but kind of thankful I moved to Pennsylvania. Yeah. Um, so as someone who can relate to being the youngest of my siblings, like how how do you enjoy being the young buck in your family?
1: I love it. I get away with so much more than my sisters. Right. Um, yeah, I really, uh, I like it. I'm the baby of the family, I guess. I got treated as such. So that's kind of nice. Do you
0: feel the same way? Yeah, for sure. Are you, are you the only punk rocker in the family? Yeah, I'm the only punk rocker in the fam. <laughs> that's sick. <laughs> <laughs> um so is mxpx the band that pretty much got you into punk you are good at
1: this um Uh, hell yeah yeah it was mxpx um teenage politics when i was at the christian bookstore when i was like six or something yeah cover looked cool i became obsessed up until like the age of 15 right so that that was like my first band i had like
0: every t-shirt i was a really big in mxpx Uh, which which album cover is the one where the guy is like pushing the guy into the locker? That's life in general. Okay, yeah, that's a great one. Yeah, I I, that's a really that's a classic record. Did you hear about that uh punk rock museum that they're opening up in Las Vegas? I think MXPX is in there. No. Yeah, it's like this huge huge museum that uh, Fat Mike from NoFX is putting together. Oh, that's awesome! That rules. Right, I think they just opened actually, like at least like a soft opening.
1: Oh, I want to go. Did you see MXPX's headlining Furnace Fest? Yeah, dude, that lineup is nuts. It is. I can't believe they're the headlining band. No, no offense to them. Right. I just didn't know they were popping like that. Still.
0: All right. I don't know. They're bringing it back. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I like want to go now just to just to go. That lineup just is stacked. It. Like every year too. Like it's always good. Yeah, uh, it's pretty crazy, isn't that? Like that's Alabama. Yeah. Yeah. Such a, it's always like the weirdest places to go to one of those though. You know. Like, yeah super random spot I don't know what else you would do there but that's cool <laughs> Alabama needs the fest though it it, it needs it, it
1: needs the tourism all right we played Birmingham a handful of times probably like uh six or seven times oh
0: okay I guess that makes sense we yeah. played
1: a venue it was at somebody's basement but the venue was called God's Butt
0: God's Butt yeah <laughs> <laughs> so we're playing a God's Butt tonight that's sick <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was cool <laughs> so when did you learn and pick up
1: a guitar um when i was in seventh grade i was like 12 or 13. nice because of the the church band we had like a and worship band right so i uh liked that and then like i wanted a guitar because of that and my oh. excuse was like i can play in church yeah you know play for cool. the church but what were you guys called what what was the the christian band called oh oh the church band didn't have a name i was just like a bunch of weird adults than me and my friend but uh i was in a christian punk band at the same time called the has right yeah
0: um let's
1: see and that 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 was fun
0: yeah (laughs) so um growing up in like the pennsylvania scene must have been nuts like y'all had so many great bands that you can claim and, and still to this day it seems to be booming what made it so special and connected particularly in philly I don't know i I think it was right place right time
1: um like like I said, I was in that band that has been so we started playing local shows luckily mm-hmm. with like the punk and hardcore scene, and you would think they would they wouldn't really vibe with uh thirteen year olds singing about God or right and stuff or singing anti evolution songs <laughs> um, <laughs> um but they we covered mxpx and like they loved it and then they were really supportive and yeah they kind of like went off for us so we got that got us more shows and then we just became like friends with all these
0: bands in the area that's tight and i know you're a big reliant k fan so i know how that is i was i was a big reliant you, you too oh yeah definitely dude i got into them in like 2005 I'm like, yeah, I remember like August two thousand five, I was listening to Mm mm-hmm, or whatever. <laughs> oh yeah. That was the last album I really lo- loved of theirs, but
1: I love right. I-, I saw them like sixteen times live. I never That's missed it.
0: Are you still into them? Did it say or
1: kind No, but I'll listen to some songs off the Christmas album right. around Christmas time. The yeah. piano bangers. I like the piano songs.
0: Yeah, they're sick.
1: But I don't I just I don't really like listen to them anymore, but Yeah huge was like a huge influence when i was a kid right um
0: is it you still do you still rock them i still rock them from time to time for sure what's your what's your go-to sadie hawkins dance in my khaki pants that's one of the first songs i learned on guitar i think those are some great hits right there i mean honestly like i said Mm -hmm it's like a great record um be my escapes the song that got me into them but did you see it on mtv because i was mad they were on tv when I don't I, know I just I just remember going on like a road trip to Cedar Point in Ohio that summer and I was listening to that record front to back and then obviously it took me a couple of years to like go back and listen to the earlier stuff but they're all good like all the way up into that point like you said yeah he's a Matt Thiessen's a, a great uh song like pop songwriter he's oh so absolutely good. yeah uh is it true that you uh used to have people burn CDs for you Oh, yeah. With all the like, oh, inappropriate yeah. lyrics on them. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. I had hired the
1: neighbors all around the neighborhood to burn me different, like, mix CDs and stuff. That's sick. Yeah. Um, right. <laughs> yeah, I had lists of songs I wanted, and I would give them to them. And they just hooked it up. No questions really <laughs> asked.
0: They really did. It was awesome. It was crucial, honestly. All right. <laughs> I used to always, you know, download stuff with LimeWire and FrostWire back in the day. Me too. I was a Kazaa guy. Kaza- is it Kazaa or Kazar? Kazaa. Kazaa, Kaza, okay. I'm guessing that was sooner. It was around the same time. I think there was like a, a little bear was like the symbol. Oh, interesting. It could have been an East Coast thing. I don't know. I just remember every time I would like try to download something, like all this porn and stuff would get downloaded on my computer or like all those yep. weird like desktop things. Yeah. Oh,
1: I burned through many computers because of right. like the like those uh like
0: lime and stuff like that. That's crazy. Um, I broke many computers. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happened to the uh the legendary pop punk band, the uh erection kids. I actually have no idea what you're talking about. Um no <laughs>
1: We broke up, thank God. Um Yeah, we did the title fight split and um then we broke up. I don't I don't know why. I don't remember why. Oh yeah, I do why. I remember why. <laughs> Our guitarist there was like a love triangle thing going
0: on. It was it was messy. Oh nice. Triangle of yeah. sadness. <laughs> exactly. Great movie. <laughs> Great movie. Um yeah how how was the, the split with title fight I, I actually I didn't listen to the whole thing but is there like side of it kind of silly too no that's, oh, okay. the, that's the problem <laughs> that's what's and I like feel bad for title fight for
1: having that in their past <laughs> like a split with us but we were like best friend bands at the time right right we, we played with them every weekend so we're like let's do a split and then, uh, so yeah um, and that was like our most serious release right away. <laughs> And also, if you look at the artwork for that, if you can find it, it's. Uh, oh, I got so, it. It's, it's ripped sweet. off, life in general, like we spoke about earlier.
0: Oh, is it? I was like it's briefly like, looking inspired.
1: at inspired. It it's like a a jock beating
0: up a nerd or something. Yeah, he's got like the green mohawk. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's so funny.
2: Damn.
1: Yeah, um, but uh, <laughs> that was
0: my band throughout
1: like sophomore and junior year of high school and right. freshman year.
0: Freshman year too. And I remember hearing your, your mom was like super bummed about it because you know, she was like super Christian or your family was.
1: Yeah. So mom found, mom found one of our demos and listened to it. And the lyrics had curse words and stuff. (laughs) And mom cried. It sucked. (laughs) Yeah. I had to lie. I had to lie about the band name to her for two years, two, three years. Um, I was just telling her we were last one back right she's like what, what when can i come see a show i'm like you can't <laughs> so it was a
2: Jonathan. it was a big lie
0: i was living a lie exactly <laughs> um so at one point you wanted to be an elementary school teacher what happened with that um basically i just hated being in school i went for
1: a semester and for college which i never really wanted to go to right in the first place but i was like what can i do well and i'm good at speaking publicly for the most part and i'm uh good with kids so i was like maybe i'll do that yeah and yeah i just i had no
0: passion for it really That's i just all right. wanted yeah i just wanted to tour and stuff college was a colossal waste of time for me too
1: hey yeah
0: did you finish <laughs> did you finish yeah, i did yeah but like i initially came out here in like 2015 to la mm-hmm. and i went right back to buffalo like one semester later i was like i can't i can't be out here and consciously like work on school and do film stuff and it, it was too much it's yeah just, like went, went back home finished and then came back out here but yeah i just didn't
1: joe i never wanted to go to college but i just tried to make my mom happy like right
0: I feel like a lot of like high school teachers were more into it and stuff too. I feel like a lot of my college professors were just like just not psyched to be there and just didn't give great lessons and stuff, I don't know. It felt very uninspired to me. Definitely, there was some of that at my school for sure. Right. So, uh back in July of 2021, you released the debut Creeks EP, The Pain You Took On, an absolutely incredible project in my opinion. How how has the the uh, departure to this solo venture been like creatively for you? Um, it's been kind of tough. Um, it's been weird,
1: but rewarding at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, just like with self-releasing stuff for a little bit, but also like wanted to do something really different. So my first EP is like drastically different than any balance and composure stuff. And I was right. like, I should tone it back a little bit and do something I can do live pretty easily. So mm-hmm. I'll just do acoustic release and that'll make it, um... I just was in the zone to do something acoustic. Right, yeah. Um but yeah, I self released it. It was out for like a year, and then a label wanted to put it out on vinyl and stuff. So that was cool. Right. And then I played some shows and people seemed to be into it. Um, so
0: it's better now, but I was pretty yeah. like uh lost for a while. For a little bit, yeah. Yeah. Do you like do you enjoy getting to formulate your own stuff without all the other like chefs in the kitchen in terms of writing?
1: yeah definitely but i i've learned i i think i'll I'll always do it by myself um like my own project but i've learned that i also really like collaborating with other people yeah so yeah i like doing my own thing too but sometimes i do miss like you know a sick riff from a friend or something
0: right you you know it's crazy like you just bounce ideas off each other and you just learn from each other it's it's really important
1: yeah and i definitely struggled with that after balance ended
0: for sure i'm trying to write like a bunch of screenplays and i've been writing like some of them since like 2016 and i can't even finish because i need a writing partner so i'm just like constantly going between my roommates and stuff and just trying to bounce ideas but i think it's helpful i've honestly. tried
1: to i try to do the same thing and right. i know what you mean it's like hard to finish do by yourself yeah. yeah and it's hard to do by yourself period because then you're just
0: like right is this even good and right. then
1: yeah and it's a really personal thing to give to someone to read and i i get it
0: right get it. and it's kind of similar with like bouncing around scenes and like you know songs with like verses and choruses like you don't always have to start with like the first verse you can go to like the chorus immediately and then figure out like the instrumental stuff you know it's all parts
1: yeah it's uh
0: it was really hard to get
1: used to um right. but it's rewarding when something comes out finally like right when you finish you're like okay I got some juice. You know? Dude, it's
0: fuck it's fantastic. Like, oh, thank you. I appreciate that, that. Nine gold songs, dude. I'm telling you.
1: Thank I love that you. song
0: glue. I'd say I'd say that's probably my favorite on it. That's my
1: favorite too. So thank you. That means yep. a lot. That one I makes. don't do that one live though. I should, but Oh, come on.
0: Come on. I know. I, I gotta <laughs> I gotta dust off the old cobwebs, but thank you. That means a lot to me. I didn't I even, even like write this song. down, but is, is there any LA shows in the cards like soon that we know of? Who knows? Probably. Yeah, I'm kind of like a, I get asked
1: the week before and I'm like, sure, where that's okay. the, how it's been going. So, yeah, that makes sense.
0: Um, But yeah, I'm sure I'll be playing soon out there. That'd be cool. You got any cool uh, St. Patrick's Day plans? I know you're playing a show with Wicca phase. That's exactly what I'm doing. That's um, cool. We're,
1: we're playing the first Unitarian Church.
0: Hell yeah. Um, Which is
1: like in the chapel. So it's going to sound really cool, hopefully. And I've seen shows there before and I have
0: played there before and uh, I like I really like playing in that atmosphere should be cool yeah I saw a show there back in June but I don't know what the trap the chapel is is that like a separate area yeah um for like smaller like quieter shows so cool. this is an acoustic show so interesting
1: it'll be seated it's very moody
0: um oh really is that cool. like in the it's church is that why it's yeah. up? Oh, okay that makes sense well then, yeah. you're you're probably gonna skip over all the the heat that you would normally get in the set. Undersea. I know <laughs> shit is so hot. <laughs> Any show I go to down there, it's oh. like the, one of the hottest experiences of my life, <laughs> dude. Every every band, like once a band gets off, everybody goes outside. It's crazy. Yep. No matter
1: what, it's out like like outside. They're gonna right. go out right outside. Yeah.
0: Right. I saw. I saw no pressure there, and that was the only time I've ever been to a show there. But it was freaking sick. But. If people are like crowd surfing, those those uh ceiling fans are so low. I know. Like you almost get like pushed up into one of those. It's kinda of scary. That is a legendary venue. I saw so oh, many man.
1: cool bands there. And right. yeah, I love that place.
0: Love the alphabet carpet. Legendary. Yep. Legendary for <laughs> yeah. sure. I, I literally saw so many set videos for so many years and was like always like, ah, oh, it's bucket list item right there. Oh, really?
1: That's cool. I didn't know I had that kind of lore.
0: Yeah, dude. Hell yeah. I love that. So uh before Creeks was a thing, you did a project called Coward with Wiki Phase, which fell, you know, kind of into like the, the emo rap realm. How did this come about? Um well, Adam is one of my BFFs. Um since
1: like Tiger he was in Tiger Shaw and stuff, so Right. Yeah. Um I don't know. Like I've always like when he did Wiki Phase, he uh was like kind of the oddball doing that kind of thing yeah um everyone's like what the hell are you doing <laughs> and he's like i'm he was basically creating a new genre of <laughs> <right? laughs> music um so like i really respected the move because first of all i like how he writes songs i like his lyrics i like his voice yeah so yeah. um i was really like i really admired him for doing that and i played like an acoustic i used to play shows with him like in the early days when he would just like turn an eye ipod on as the music and then sing to it yeah and i thought it was so punk and cool so um i've always wanted to do it that and we did a song like in 2014 or 15 um called caught up and people liked it and then i knew like i kind of knew balance was uh coming to an end Mm -hmm. so in. 2017 i think is when we did the coward project so right um i was just dying to do something different and he wanted to do something with me so we just did it and it was like a cathartic really fun um outlet and it was like it felt more punk than anything i've done before because it was just like uh a complete left turn yeah, and it's like stream of consciousness, like lyrics, like um, yeah. throw the auto tune on, but then like just kind of go. Yeah, yeah. And whatever whatever comes out that night comes out and boom. And it was all uh, fan submitted beats. So yeah, like, it was yeah. just like, yeah, so it was just like, I don't know, it was cool. We just like were picking beats we liked and it was just a really fun experience. And like I was in a dark spot at the time. Yeah. that was like the silver lining of i was just like the fun part of my life and it was just a really fun project to do
0: that's so sick uh that you guys use other people's beats would you have to like tell them you were going to use it or did they just kind of yeah
1: we like tweeted like send us beats and we got sent like hundreds of stuff and there's a lot of questionable stuff like beats in there (laughs) so we had to like like sift through the find the, the gold ones but right it was fun but like we didn't really like change the beats we kind of just like went with it like whatever was given like a just that was a canvas so it was really fun um yeah i love i love doing it and like getting adam's vocals back to a track that i started was like so exciting and then his would always be better than
0: mine i'm like fuck i should have gone last right, right. <laughs> you know what i mean gotta love that when it happens yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh it was really fun man yeah, that's sick. Was it were, were, like received well when it came out? I don't know.
1: I don't yeah. think so. I think people were still a little confused. You were just salty. <laughs> and that was like right before Wikipedia kind of like popped. Like, I feel yeah. like, um, but I don't know. I mean, looking back, like there's a lot of songs I would have changed stuff to, but I didn't really care. It was like an in the moment thing. Yeah. Um, So I don't know if it was well received.
0: I would say probably not, but I had fun. So, but that's kind of when all that stuff kind of started, right? Like, sort of around that time. Yeah, that's when, well,
1: like, he was in uh, Gospel Click already, so like yeah, that yeah. was going
0: on, like on the West Coast,
1: and um, so they were like they had steam for sure. They like they were doing good. Um, yeah, but but uh, yeah, I was lucky. He wanted to do that with me. It
0: was just a fun outlet. Oh, that's sick. Um, you've been in the philly area for a few weeks you recording anything or just kind of in town to visit friends and family
1: i am recording um i'm staying with my girlfriend i got a new girlfriend so (laughs) that's cool and she lives out here so that's fun uh but yeah i'm recording it's a secret project yes but it's cool it's been really fun i been recording with will so i'll be here for it oh Will, yep yep nice so yeah it's been a it's been a blast, honestly, to be back working with him.
0: Right, yeah. Um, and you're you're also playing some creek shows with Fireworks next month in Cleveland, Detroit, and Chicago. You looking forward to that? Oh my god, yeah, big time. And uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know the Fireworks boys? Oh, dude, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Brett, Brett cuts my hair, and Kyle's just a homie. I saw love him it. saw him last night. He says hi.
1: Oh, hi Kyle. I I love them. There's like the uh, Fireworks guys are like some of my favorite people in the world that we've ever toured with family i met them when i was like 15 when they played their local show wow and the erection gets played and uh we just hit it off at the show it was before i ever like toured or anything and then we ended up touring together later down the line when balance started but yeah i just i've loved those guys since i met them so they're the best i love them yeah i'm really excited (laughs) what do you think of their new record i love it it's so awesome. I love the direction they went. They went right. fuck. They got ambitious with it. Yeah, you can see
0: how much they've grown. I don't know. I uh, I love it. I'm like extremely proud of them. I I learned recently, like semi recently, I I didn't know Dave is such a mastermind behind that band. Like that guy is like an incredible guitar player. Like he's so good. He does a lot of the whole like song structure himself, and that's pretty impressive. You know. He is so talented, and he can shred. Yeah, that's what I hear. He can shred, dude. Um, so you learned how to tie a tie on YouTube. How has this platform <laughs> helped you? <laughs> <laughs> the amount of facts you know about me <laughs> are alarming, but I'm with it. It's just like Nardwuar at this point. That's kind of what I'm going for. <laughs> yeah, it's, you're uh, doing great. Thanks. Uh, so how has the platform helped you to like further your music career by using tutorials to expand your sound and producing?
1: Well, it really hasn't helped me in that sense. I don't, I'm not good at recording myself. Okay. I know how to demo myself enough, but I barely know any tricks or anything like that. Um, for sure. I, I should do that, but I just, uh, I never did, but, uh, it's helped me in other ways. Um, I love YouTube. (laughs) <laughs> it is the best um do you, so you, do you stream do you stream this on youtube or
0: no like live right now or no like when you upload oh it no i six. i don't post a video i used to do that cool. like in the beginning but then i just kind of decided like it, it didn't get like that many views on youtube and i just figured mm-hmm. i like, use like a clip usually to just promote it on instagram yeah
1: i feel like it works better like when they're in person like,
0: right interviews you know right if you have yeah. like a good camera setup and stuff yeah i've noticed that too Definitely. But,
1: but yeah, um, I should YouTube more when it comes to
0: like production wise and stuff. Right. I no, definitely. Um, so you semi recently moved to LA. How have you been liking it out here? I love it. I've been out there for five years. Oh, okay. Um, I thought it was yeah. like two or three. I didn't realize No, no, no.
1: I moved out uh in the beginning of twenty eighteen. It's crazy it's been five years. Uh-huh. Um I
0: love it. It was like the greatest decision I ever made. Right. You love it too? I do love it. Yeah. I have kind of like a love hate, but like, you know, over time you definitely learn to love it more. Like once you build your your, your circle of friends. What are your what are your hates? Um, I don't know. Just I I think the majority of the people are are kinda not they're like a little plasticky a lot of the time. And you kind of do have to find your people, but like I've kind of done that in the last couple of years. I think when you first come out here, it's a lot harder yeah but.
1: definitely i was like the whole first year i was just an anxiety ball right but i learned like to say yes to everything when i moved out there like yeah any invite any kind of like hang i was like just say yes and, right um so that helped me find like a core group like a good group of people because i know what you mean like a lot of people are just there for like attention and and just out like, yeah clout. yeah exactly like uh Twitter, like instagram followers or something like that like right i remember i was talking to this one guy at a party he was kind of being like a dick to me <laughs> he was just like being like a, an asshole right. and um and then i, I he overheard someone who was like oh he's in this band balancing composure talking about me and he like looked us up on spotify and he saw we had like a million listeners or a week or something <laughs> and he was like oh dude what's up and then like totally changed his fucking his tune his tune it was like that's all up on me the rest of the night it was really annoying but that's the kind of people i've noticed yeah um yeah a lot of people like to use people to get
0: up no that's super annoying i remember i met yeah. you at uh kyle's birthday party last summer and i totally knew who you were but i did not want to like blow up your spot <laughs> oh really <laughs> 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 that's funny i was like damn that's cool he's here <laughs> oh yeah i gotta show uh, up for kyle right that was a cool bar the uh whatever that arts district one was kind of kind of fun oh yeah yeah i've had some good nights there cornhole outside mm-hmm. um but yeah i don't let like i don't let like traffic get to me that never really bothers me i just kind of jam music and listen to podcasts and stuff i um, feel like
1: traffic's worse out on the east
0: Right. Yeah, I know. It's like if I'm in Buffalo and there's like an hour of traffic, I lose my mind. I'm like, this can't I, be right.
1: <laughs> I've been in traffic way more in the month and a half that I've been here. Yeah. In Pennsylvania than I've ever been in L.A. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So you that, know I know when to go. People use that as a reason that what to hate L.A. or something. They're always
0: like, yeah. oh, but the traffic. do traffic. Like,
1: but you've never been. So I'm like, there's no it's not that it's not that bad.
0: Yeah, you think. can't you can't base it on like traveling there and just being there for a week. Like you just, you just don't know, you know, you don't know where you're going or, you know, when, when the right time to drive is, you know, if you're, if you're going anywhere from like four to seven, that's like Santa Monica area. Like you're screwed. Yeah. You need to know that. Exactly. Exactly. You know, just got to manage it. Yeah. You're right. Um, so do you have like a car out here or do you just Uber everywhere? I have a car. Yeah. Okay. Nice. It's the way to go. Yeah. Um, so balance and composure formed in 2007. The band was named after a lyric in the Outcast song "War." Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of bands end up regretting their band name down the line, but do you still enjoy yours? Um, shit. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think I do. Um,
1: it works. The words sound good together, but I don't know if it's like when I tell people the name of the band that's when I feel lame. You know what I mean? I'm like, <laughs> called balance and composure. Like, like oh, oh, sick. okay, okay, <laughs> dude. Like, like, yeah, but it's not too <laughs> bad. It's not too
0: bad, but I mean, you could be called fireworks. <laughs> that's true. That's kind that, of a cool band name. It is. But like, that is like one of the hardest searchable band names. I know. That's so true. <laughs> that's the only thing with that. <laughs> that's actually totally true. Right. Every time I do, it's like 4th of July stuff. exactly so a band's humble beginnings are all vastly similar you know you you're busy busting your ass to play shows scrapping together any cash you can to record and you push your music on absolutely everybody just to be heard how do you reflect on the early days of the band and what exactly did you do to find your audience and your eventual success
1: cool um so i would say we just played every possible show that we could and we uh we, like, we would flyer. We would go out and give people flyers and, like, go to school. And, like, in our senior year of high school, handing out flyers all day. Right. Um, So, we were literally, like, little hustle machines. And, like, we would just play every show we possibly could. Um, And every show, we kind of, like, went as hard as we could. We came in hot, I I would say. And I don't know. I think that helped us build a local following. So... Yeah, I'm like proud of our hustle back then, and we were like touring in like a SUV, and like we just did whatever we could,
0: and um, roughed it. But it was so fun. Is uh is Doylestown still popping, or is it kind of mellowed out at this point? See, I don't know. That's the question. That's the
1: question of the of the evening. Um, <laughs> I was just talking to my friend about this. I was wondering, like, is there like still a scene, like a punk scene? I don't know. I know that it was really popping when I was in like middle school and high school. Mm-hmm. It was like the thing to do. Um, we played the YMCA every weekend. There's a teen center that we got to rent out and keep the money. It was crazy mm-hmm. how they let us do this. Cause we had crazy hardcore shows and there's blood and it was nuts. Right. So um, I love the, town, the town, but I don't know if it's popping. I would love to
0: hear like, the bands that are out right now in the town though yeah see that's how i kind of feel about buffalo we kind of just like lost a bunch of our great ones like you know we lost every time i die recently uh Pennimeno, oh yeah it's just like damn all the good ones were you did you ever see us before oh yeah of course were you at the one
1: show with a lot of spute we played in buffalo i can't remember how, how long ago was that which one i gotta say like 2011 or 12 probably can't Did we remember. walk off stage early? Oh no, maybe not. Then. I think. Okay, so I always feel bad about this, but uh, we played a show in Buffalo once, and the power went out like three times during our oh, set. No way. And so we just got like after like the fourth time, we just like fuck it and just walk this place. <laughs> Which venue <laughs> was that? <laughs> um, it was like a, some kind of dive bar. It was really divey. Was it? Was it Broadway Joe's? It could be I think that's it. Or Mohawk Place. It might have been Mohawk Place. I think it might I think it was Mohawk. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. uh yeah, we were so mad at that show. <laughs> that sucks. But I felt bad for all the kids who came to see us in Buffalo that night. My like, uh... dude, we can't get through a song
0: without the power going out. That blows. You know? Yeah. My my other buddy Kyle from Buffalo, he uh he booked fireworks back in the day. And they played a show with this time next year and it got shut down by police and it was in like a Buffalo attic. <laughs> and that yeah, that's pass- awesome. And then they moved the show to Mohawk Place. <laughs> oh, like, I love that. I love that.
1: I used to love like scenarios like that. I miss <laughs> right. that shit. Kind of, you know. Right.
0: Classic 2010s. Yeah, I miss that. I do too. Um, so how, how did Vinny Caruana from the movie life and I am the Avalanche like, you know, kind of like make a big impact on the early days of the band?
1: Oh, great question. Shout out, Vinny. We love Vinny. Um, Sam. So, I was a huge Movie Life fan growing up. Um, and then I'm the Avalanche came out with their self-title? The self-title, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That record. And they would play Town. They would play Siren Records. And the Erection Kids would hop on whenever we could. And when I was like 16, I became friends with Vinny because we played with them so often. Um and i felt so cool i'm not even going to lie i felt so cool um he was like my hero he was my hero i loved everything he did so uh we became tight and then balance uh that band broke up but balance started so we mm-hmm. st- we've been, stayed in touch and we would uh we played some shows with them i'm the avalanche again and then um they did really great They were just so great to us. And then Vinny was talking to Brian McTurnan, who recorded our first album, and was like, yo, you got to check out Balance. He put in a good word for us. Like, he was just opening doors for us in ways or like went out of his way to like help us out, which is really cool. Like, he took me out on my 21st birthday. Oh, man, that's so sick. Like, we all, all my my friends who are also huge Vinny fans got to go get wasted in (laughs) New York City and stay with them and i don't know it was it was awesome so he became like family and uh yeah so he was just like really pushing for us and like getting us on new york shows whenever we could and they would come out to the shows and we'd be like hell yeah like even if they weren't playing they would come out so he just opened doors for us and he talked to brian mcturnan that's how we got in with him and yeah we owe a lot to vinny like kind of taking us under his wing
0: and giving us love you know and uh yeah i'll never forget that i love him for that that's kind of all you need is somebody to vouch for you like in the early days you know that's what gets people out there yeah and i want to return the favor one day you know like i think
1: that was so cool um damn mad love for vinny
0: yeah we love vinny here dude everything that guy touches is just like flawless (laughs) yeah even if it's his like own personal like acoustic stuff crazy i love his acoustic stuff i love i love it yeah
1: but yeah i haven't seen him in a few years um he crashed at my place in philly right before i moved so it's been like yeah, i've seen him since then but i've been like like hung out with him hard but i love him
0: right. we got love Ho- for each other hopefully he plays out here soon that'd be cool yeah i'll go with you yeah that'd be sick um yeah i know the the 40-hour train back to Penn record just turned 20 like last week that's insane it's just crazy to think yeah 20 um, years old right crazy In <laughs> Re- reverie turns 22 right oh yeah saves the day mm-hmm. they're They're playing those shows i think that's coming here do you see that
1: i saw that i love that record i would it's love to go to that
0: so misunderstood it's a great record
1: when i was when i was in seventh grade when it came out i was disappointed of but course. now as a fully functioned <laughs> uh fully functioning adult i think it's genius i, I love it i love that record
0: no, it was it was a smart departure from like the early like angsty stuff. No, oh, it's so it's so good. But when yeah. you're in seventh grade, you want you want through being cool or stay what you are too. Yeah, right. both. Cool. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, what, what was it like working with Brian Mcturner on Separation? And what was it like an easygoing process recording the the debut full length, or were you like a nervous wreck? We were we were so nervous, yeah. so nervous. Um,
1: yeah, it was like awesome of Brian. He hooked us up. We had, we had like no money to record. So he, he gave us the, the hot discount,
2: mm-hmm.
1: put us up there. We stayed with him for like two and a half weeks or something. And it was a huge learning experience. Um, But like I said, I was, we were so nervous. So when I was singing for a real time producer for the first time, you know, I, I wasn't, uh that great uh-huh. so he helped me he's just trying to get me to be confident yeah. but i'm so self-conscious i like would cry secretly i'd be in there crying because i'm like <laughs> my feelings are hurt but i know he's not trying to hurt my feelings he's just like yeah man up dude like sing
0: yeah and I'm, like, I'm sure you just wanted to impress him too i mean it's, it's kind of exactly. hard to be in like that situation you know and then you're
1: like fuck i'm blowing it
0: yeah totally and and, and
1: the tears come but (laughs) i will say it was a great experience and we owe a lot to brian for taking a swing on us and yeah it was awesome and um yeah we got love for him for forever
0: yeah that's that's a big record for me i love that one it's it's kind of i'm kind of like torn between that and the next one you know in terms of like which one i like more just like they're all so good you know
1: oh thank you
0: and i love i love light we made too like a lot of people slept on that one but it's so fucking good thank you i i think my favorite one is
1: the things we think we're missing
0: the second right. album i mean i think that's the strongest in terms of just yeah like pretty much everything but yeah just like commercial success too
1: yeah i just think we found our sound at that point right um yeah and we worked with will and that was great too so yeah uh
0: yeah i would that's my ranking now i would say that's my favorite one dude he's worked with just about everybody isn't he doing like something with scowl now yeah, he he. I think he already recorded it. That's crazy. Yeah, that's sick.
1: Oh um, yeah, he's on fire always.
0: Right. So I think the great thing about Balance is, you know, each record feels like an experience, and there there really aren't like skippable, sk- <laughs> skippable, skippable songs, at least like not to me. But you know, whenever I do skip over certain tracks and come back to you know the lesser played ones, I'm always like, damn, you know, there's these are all box, you know, like they're all great. Um, damn, thanks but how how did Brian help to formulate like the structure to keep everything coherent throughout the track list? Um,
1: shit. I don't know. He helped us trim the fat of the songs. Cause we had parts that were like, went on way too long. You <laughs> know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so he helped us like form them into songs. You know, what's cool about that record separation is that the song, it's not like normal song structure which I think is cool about a lot of like younger bands. Like they haven't like figured out like the song structure. Like we kind of had like verse a chorus verse B, like a totally different kind of, you know what I mean? Like, like yeah, A, totally. B, like C, A. I, I, like, I don't know. We didn't know what the fuck we were doing, but it, it worked somehow.
0: C point five,
1: I, Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like uh, it wasn't like verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus.
0: Yeah, just jump which around.
1: Is, yeah, which is the formula for pop music and, like, good songs in general, but I don't know. I, I uh, He just trimmed the fat to a lot of things. Like, we had songs that were, like, way too jammy or went on too long, and he just kind of cut it to make it, mm-hmm. like, concise. And uh, he added, like, those cool transitions in between songs, too, to make it more coherent. Um,
0: that's what I remember.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: What it what was like the like the the air in the room like when when you guys got to hear it for the first time? Oh, there's no greater feeling in the world than getting
1: like mixes back, right? From a, a producer or engineer, like that is the best feeling in the world. I think we gathered my mom and all our friends and like listened and in my oh, basement man. on like our, our good sound system and just like you kind of can't believe it's you you're like we this is us you know like it's like it's a feeling i can't really describe i've only gotten it a few times in my life with any release but i like i live for that i love getting like the songs back i like taking a break from them and then like because you were like lived in them for like so long and then taking a long break from them and then hearing them back after a couple weeks it's the best
0: I'm sure that works both ways too. Have you ever like gotten one that you were like, "Whoa, what the fuck did you do to my song"? <laughs> yes, yes, I have. <laughs> That's sick. <laughs> I have, I
1: have, and uh, yeah, some things haven't been released because of that kind of thing. And yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, uh, let's see here. You isolated yourselves in a cabin to forcefully write the things we think we're missing. Um, what was that process like?
1: It was. I think it was really cool. Um I personally loved it. Um yeah. I know it kind of was tough because like we were touring together all the time so it's like now let's all get in a cabin and right, force ourselves to write music for yeah. for 2 weeks or whatever. But um it worked out like we came out with like a really cohesive sounding record and um just straight up rock songs. So it was cool. It was like in the dead of winter, it's freezing. Um so I think it was a really good experience. See, we rented this cabin from my mom's friend's boyfriend at the time. Okay. The whole time we're thinking he's not going to be there, and we get there and he's there. Oh he's no! Like, oh, I won't. I won't bother you guys. But oh, that sucks. He did. He did. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was kind of awkward. That was the awkward part of it. So like, whenever we went to go <laughs> right, it was like to get away from him. But hey,
0: guys, you want to um, go snowshoeing? <laughs>
1: He would just talk about his cocaine stories, and we're like, oh, <laughs> shit. hell yeah. Um, yeah, he's like, you know, I like wanted to hang out with the guys, the band, you know what I mean? The rock yes, band, of course. Yeah, so, um, that was the only setback, but it was fun to focus on nothing but music. Um, I love scenarios like that, I get distracted really easily, so, um, I just like, like putting our heads down and like, this is the fucking goal, yeah. We need to do this. So I I liked it for that reason. Is he the ghost on the
0: cover? No, (laughs) (laughs) but he should be. He should be. (laughs) Um, So going into like the sophomore release, did you uh, feel a lot of pressure to like one up yourselves? Definitely.
1: Definitely. Um, I hate the pressure, man. I hate it. Um, Imagine. Like doing anything. It's just like oh, this has to be better than my last thing and, like, just worrying if people will like it or not. So, huge pressure. I'm extremely self-conscious already, so. Yeah. Um, yeah, we put the pressure on ourselves big time.
0: It's all right, man. I am, too. <laughs> yeah. um, You know, some artists, like, the second record is kind of like a make or break it situation. But, like, was it that what it was like for you guys, or were you guys just ready to kind of continue what you had done on the last one?
1: I mean, we had no intentions of stopping, but like, it's like people in your ear, like your manager or like booking agent or something like this one's got to be good. Like, <laughs> you know, like it's true. Like, it's kind of like a movie. You're like, oh, I thought this was just like a movie thing, but like, yeah. no, this is this, like, it's got to be, it's got to be good. It it's simply like, got to rip you know, and not I mean, have the sophomore slump uh yeah yeah but uh and we put that pressure on ourselves already um because we're extremely hard on ourselves um so yeah I, I it just wasn't fun to deal with but luckily we got it
0: arguably our, our best record out of that
1: yeah. so but got, I, yeah go no, go for it go for it i was just
0: gonna say it's kind of healthy to be like kind of hard on yourselves like somewhat you know you got to You got to know what you're going for. You know, you can't. You got to be. If you want it, you got to work hard. Yeah. That's basically what it like. If you really want it, you got to put
1: your whole mind and body into it.
0: Right. I know a lot of people that like literally write and record stuff like in the same day. Like they don't have any lyrics ready. They just go in and like bust bust a song out in 20 minutes. And it's like, yeah, you might you might end up, you know, finding something there. But like you got to put the time in, I feel like, to really make a great song. Those are called magic moments I and mean, they do happen. They do happen. Yeah. It's rare, especially for me.
1: Um it's rare, but uh yeah, I'm like a rewrite. Well, I guess like Hm. Yeah, yeah, I'm like a rewrite guy. Yeah. Over and over until I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Um like the thing I'm working on now, I've been I've rewritten songs like 8 different times. Yeah. so it's a it's my own problem like i just drive myself insane with this stuff but uh i think it's good to be overall like that
0: yeah well not not to toot your own horn or anything but i do love your lyrics i think they're great and they're not just like super bland or anything they're just like they have something to say which is really cool thank you thank you very much i i have some regrettable lyrics but hey (laughs) That's like the early, early stuff, though. That's not like, come on. Yeah, I said worry about that. The
1: irony, the irony of window pane. I really regret that one. That's oh, really? Progress, progress, progress. That's a good song. I think I gave up and I was like, I don't know what rhymes. I'm just gonna say the irony of window. <laughs> That's actually really funny. Uh, I was like, it should work. It should work. But uh, yeah, spider in your room on notice. Me too. I. I hate that lyric too, but I think that's those are the two like I hate the most. But
0: spider, love in the way you say room. that. Yeah, it's <laughs> so sick.
1: Um, those are my two my two regrets. You you got them here. I've never said that out loud before.
0: But actually, but thank you though for saying that. That was a nice thing. So, do you get annoyed when people like want to hear the same songs over and over? Like you know, like I tore you apart in my head. Um. Yes, but you gotta do it you got it i yeah. went
1: years years without playing i tore your part of my head though no out i know of, out of spite yeah out
0: of spite but you played it on Not... that last tour i know you played that then
1: yeah because like you gotta give the kids what they want at the end of the day someday. right um but even recording that song i hated it really i hated it how so um i don't i really hate the chorus um how does it go um I can't believe yeah. in what you're telling me. I hated that. I really? was like, I'm not happy with this. And the guys were like, it's great. We gotta use it. I'm like, <laughs> I it's great, I- we're going with it. <laughs> so, like that made me hate the song, that whole part. But it sucks. I couldn't think of anything like a different melody to sing. There was really nothing that worked with the guitar part. So um I was just like, that's the best melody i can get out of the music right, right there but i don't know i was just really unhappy with it and then it
0: became the crowd favorite and i'm like fuck right dude that song has no right going as hard as it does like at the halfway point of the record it just comes out of nowhere it's like boom
1: <laughs> it is halfway through isn't it i, I mean it's know like that. five
0: out of how, how many tracks is that yeah, it might yeah, be like it's, ele- it's, 11 i think
1: it's track five or something yeah um personally. thank you i i like it more now <laughs> that we get i took so many years like the ending like the ending goes. yeah that like that part fantastic but um the whole like i don't know and like it would blow my voice out
0: on tour all the time so i was just like
1: this song's cursed literally always <laughs> thought
0: of that every time i hear that song i'm like dude how did he do it that's a lot i probably collapsed i collapsed a few times in the studio yeah i remember hearing that in my, yeah in my days um that shit hurts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that shit hurt. <laughs> it hurt. <laughs> it hurt. It. Um, it did. I did see that you guys played that. I, I was actually at the show at Lost Horizon in Syracuse. We drove, oh, like, I was just talking about that venue. To yeah. to
1: a strip club right next door, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we drove like almost three hours for that. It was, we were stoked. Me and my, my oh, neighbor. Oh, you rule. You my neighbor rule growing that. up. My my neighbor Charlie across the street, we went together. It was awesome.
1: <laughs> what tour was that? Do you remember?
0: I think I played was the there la- a bunch. I think it was the last one. I thought it was the last tour. Okay. Light
1: like, We Made tour?
0: Yeah, I think so. With Foxing? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Right? Okay. I remember it. Yeah, yeah. We were in the back, we were like, play 24.
1: <laughs> oh shit. 24 fans.
0: Dude, we fucking love that song. <laughs> Me, me and my friend Charlie, my friend Caitlin. Yeah, it's like our fave. I mean, it's not it's not like our fave, but it's like one of the faves. One of the that's, a good, that's
1: a good that's a deep cut. I like that one too, but right. I don't like the chorus. I don't like the chorus.
0: That's interesting. It's a long song. Yeah. But it's like, oh, it's
1: getting on. It's older. Yeah. I don't like that part, but every other part I like a lot.
0: So really? That okay. Yeah. It, it definitely does keep going on. There's like so many parts to it, but I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. But it is a very strong like split overall. Like the Tiger's Jaw split is, is flawless.
1: Yeah, I'm surprised. Uh I'm surprised people still fuck with it. People still talk about right. it as like a really good split. And I'm like, that's cool. I like that. That's really cool to me.
0: Yeah. And Tiger's Jaw slides is so good. It's so good. Yeah. I still love oh. that band. I, I know some yeah. people out there are like, oh man, I c I don't like them, you know, posts like when, when the one guy like left. But I, I still like the new stuff. I think it's all good. Yeah. I love Tiger
1: Shaw. Always will. One of my favorite bands.
0: So good. Great live. Um, so how does Will Yip help in the construction of the songs and what does he bring to the table that, you know, helps the ends meet to create, you know, such a visceral like end product. Um, he's a genius. Uh, Um, (laughs) can I say that? Yeah, of course.
1: Can we say genius on the air? Uh, I love Will so much. He, uh, Well, he trims fat, too, to songs. Yeah. But like, he'll also be like, yo, you guys don't have a chorus. I'm like, you're right. We don't have a chorus. And he'll help us figure it out. Like, We'll play him certain chords to go to from the verse. And he'll just say what he'll just go his gut and be like, that works. Nope, that doesn't work. That works. So he helps in that sense. Um, But he's really, really involved. Like, I can, whenever I'm recording with him, I feel like he's like the sixth member or like the extra member of the band. That's no the way point. I like to treat him in it because he's got such good ideas. And I don't know. He believes in the songs. There's been so many times where there's like songs uh, I don't like or I don't like where they're headed. And, and then like, he will just keep on me to keep just working on a it. Couple things, And then yeah. they, they become some of my favorite songs. So, right. Um, I don't know. He's just really positive and funny and he makes it easy going like and we've had uh, our old our old drummer uh Bailey was really um really tough on us well like, really tough to write with because it was his way for a lot of the things it was his way or no not or nothing yeah which created like a really like shitty feeling in the studio so towards the end that was happening a lot more often uh. um but we'll like knows exactly how to get everyone to work together and agree
0: and um find common ground yeah
1: yeah he's just like a really good peacemaker and um i don't know he just gets us so i don't know he's like so positive and excited about the music yeah it, it's like contagious so i would say sometimes i just don't record with anyone else besides him because right hey i love i love recording vocals with him um he used to be really hard on me about it, but I don't yeah. know if i became a better singer over time or he's changed his approach, but like the most since like light we made and since I, uh, absolutely love singing in the studio with him.
0: Yeah, man. And like bouncing ideas off of him and getting his feedback and stuff. I love that. Yeah. He loves layering and stuff, man. He's got crazy sounds that he he just incorporates. It just makes it sound, you know, very full.
1: Very full. When's this coming out? This
0: episode, by the way. Um, probably tomorrow. <laughs> cool. Cool. I, I usually cool. just edit like the night of, and I'm just yeah, just throw it out there. Okay. Cool. Um, is there, is there like something you can't drop or something? Yeah,
1: I can't talk about it. All right, but I'm sorry. I didn't mean to <laughs> drop that. Too, but you'll find out soon. I know. <laughs> Stay tuned, everybody.
0: <laughs> Follow Creeks. Is it its Creeks? Yeah, it's Creeks on yeah. Uh, Instagram. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, so, the album was a commercial success and it charted at number 53 on the Billboard Top 200. And Rolling Stone premiered the video for Tiny Raindrop. Did that mm-hmm. not just like blow your mind at the time? It totally blew my mind. And
1: uh, yeah, that and the Pitchfork thing, they did like a write up about Reflection, which I think was our first single off of it. So, oh. those two things, and they liked it. Pitchfork liked it. So, like, what? So, uh, yeah, that blew my mind. It was like, bucket list stuff that was just awesome
0: See, so reflection has such a great intro Just the way it like thank you eric guitar comes in.
1: guitar like eric's guitar riff there is stupid it's stupid i when i first yeah. heard it, i was like oh buddy <laughs> had me had me stupefied <laughs> eric is like my favorite guitarist so I, I loved writing with him yeah he's got genius ideas he does he's so good i love him
0: This, but like the balance tigers draw split you know do you, do you feel any pressure with doing splits like is there a feeling of wanting to be better than the other band when you do those? um uh, no i wouldn't say no
1: i don't think so okay i don't like to look at maybe i used to but i don't like to look at uh music as like competition or something i don't know of course. Yeah. i think like it's just not healthy no it's but not it's not but a lot of people do it And I get it. I do get it because I've been in that mindset before, too. Of course. But I wouldn't say that with Tiger Shaw. I just knew that we loved them. And we were writing good songs at the time, too. So I was like, this should be this should be cool. Kids will like this. So. right. That's cool. That that was my that's what I liked about the Tiger Shaw one.
0: That's the healthy way to look at it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I haven't always had that mindset. There's been times where I had a chip on my
0: shoulder or something. Plenty of times. I've just um, always been curious about that. Cause I'm sure that does happen where bands are just like, Oh man, we got to be the stronger one of the two. Yeah. And
1: like you, you feel that way about other bands in the scene too. Like, yeah. You don't want them to surpass you. Right. Like I, that was definitely like an early twenties feeling. Yeah. But that's something I'm so far from now. Like I, I just want to have fun. Yeah. So it. <laughs> yeah. But like, that is a thing. Like you do feel that.
0: Um, yeah but it's something you just got to get over by the way i loved your interview i watched today with uh the dude from super heaven that was really funny
1: oh oh uh, uh Ta- taylor on quit your band that
0: one y- yeah that was fantastic quit your band podcast yeah. oh thanks the most recent one yeah that was cool <laughs> oh <God>. just seeing <laughs> you guys you. like riff for like an hour and a half was really funny yeah he's one of my best friends i i love him you should get him on there. i would love to get him on here um I've been meaning to check out his podcast. I only listened to like a couple episodes so far, but it's it's good.
1: It's good. They're they're doing good. Um, yeah. I like it. Him and Jake uh, do yeah. a great job.
0: Love and great band. Too. I love. Fuck, oh, dude. So they're good. next. They're next,
1: dude. People are gonna
0: recognize pretty soon. I'm so friggin' bummed because I love Anxious too, and they're on tour together right now. Did you miss the show? Dude, I missed both. So they were they came to L. A. and San Diego. Uh, the L.A. date was the same night as AFI and Jawbreaker, and I went to that, uh, of course. Understandable. And then, and then I had a friend in town that flew in for that, from that dude from Buffalo, actually, the guy that booked fireworks, that dude was here. Oh, uh, rad. We went to see AFI, and then, yeah, the next day we went to, like, Universal, like, all day, and I was like, damn, I'm not going to be able to sneak out here and go to that show, but, yeah, I still I still really want to see Webbed Wing. I love that band. I love them, too. They stayed in my apartment while I was gone. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, put but, like a key under the mat
1: <laughs> how was it no my roommate let, let them in but oh, uh, cool. <laughs> how was the afi show
0: it was crazy it was really good um it looked were... crazy was it sold out uh yeah yeah i think so yeah that's insane it, it did look like it yeah i think it definitely was yeah because we pic- all yeah. the pictures i saw
1: of it looked so cool and video oh like cat cat's pictures yeah cat
0: yeah it's... really cool amazing legendary photographer yeah um, but yeah no i think it's sold out because we bought pit tickets like the day they went on sale and we only we only paid like 90 bucks like including the fees it's pretty good um but i remember it's it, really good yeah like later that night there were 500 bucks so whoa it's kind of crazy yeah you know what was really I, funny about that that night is uh they announced like the night before that you could go there because you know how they had like that exclusive vinyl that they were putting out for the show yeah they were like, "Okay, you can line up at 9 a.m. to get a numbered spot in line, and and the merch the merch trailer is going to open up at like three o'clock, and if you're in line, like you're going to have first dibs." And of course, I'm like, "There's no chance in hell I'm going there at 9 a.m. for a show that doesn't start till seven or 8. <laughs> yeah, no way. Fuck that. And I, I that's like psycho mentality to like want like a numbered ticket. Like I can't even imagine wanting to do that um No, oh
1: no, no! I like to show up late. I like to show up late, skip right all the lines. Yeah. That's how I like to go.
0: Skip all the opening bands. No, I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> no, no, I like seeing the opening bands, but I like to get there like right. right. When I start. Like try yeah. is my
0: hardest to skip a line. <laughs> my God, I hate lines. Right, no, for sure. <laughs> no, the openers were actually great. Um, but who was it? I was like Choir Boy and Chelsea. Oh, Wolf. I love Choir Boy and Chelsea Wolf. Yeah, they're both really cool. Um, kind of like an eerie opening. It's kind of nice but um choir Boys is like one of my favorites
1: out right now they just released a cover a hank williams cover um rowdy friends yeah they're
0: sweet it's so good i can't kind of got listening like it. the cure vibes a little bit oh yeah they're they're great i love that band but yeah what was so funny is obviously that 9 a.m thing like yeah like some of them were nuts and just wanted like a numbered ticket but they announced that they were gonna have like two thousand copies of the sing the sorrow like the new the new exclusive vinyl um, and I hadn't been repressed in a long time. So people were like, oh, we have to get there. Just, you know, mm-hmm. cause most of them are going to flip them on eBay, obviously. Um, and we wanted one, but we were like, we're not going there that early. And we knew we could get in line, but we weren't able to get in line until like four. So we show up at like, not even kidding, like five thirty probably. And as we're like walking in that, we saw all these people leaving with all these records. And we're like, oh. my friend, Kyle is just like, Hey, like, do they still have those? Are they still for sale? And they were like, They were like, you know, they said there's like 200 left, but good luck getting one. (laughs) 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 We were like, okay. And we went over there and literally waited in the huge line to get in. And right as we're going in, like a whole like, like one of those like push trolley things or whatever had Mm -hmm. like 20 boxes of records. So they they must have lied about how many they had because they had so many more. Oh, wow. That's awesome. People went at 9 a.m. just to get one. It was pretty funny. Jeez, Did you get one? yeah i got one of course Good. yeah i'll flip in for like 300 dollars on ebay that night it's pretty r- pretty crazy whoa but, yeah nuts <laughs> that's insane um so how much time do you typically get to bust like a split out uh hard?
1: like uh write and record
0: yeah just like the whole process like is that quick or is that Take it's bit. pretty
1: quick it's it's yeah
0: it depends on how long the split is like the
1: braid split we were like pop we were done like two right. days in the studio um tiger saw one probably took a week because it was we did we recorded five songs so yeah. there's like a bonus song but there's four on the actual split right. it was like a week yeah i love a good bonus but yeah we had those songs ready to go for the tiger saw split um but yeah and the braid one
0: was two songs, so that was really easy. Did it feel like slightly easier, like less pressure doing the braid one? Seen that you already done it with Tiger's Jaw. Yeah, but it was braid,
1: of course, course. We were like a band we loved growing up. So, yeah, uh, yeah, we just wanted the songs to be good, so we could live up to them. To them, you, so
0: yeah, as you should. Yeah. Uh, so you guys always have had like amazing album artwork. What's the meaning behind the covers? I've always been kind of curious.
1: Um, I couldn't even tell you anymore to be honest with you. Really? They'd like, okay. y- yeah. Um, they definitely did have meaning. Um, I just—I it's been so long since I've even like thought about that. <laughs> Interesting.
0: I was more curious about like the girl on like separation, like with the sun.
1: Oh yeah. Um. Well, we got our this artist John Turner to do that. Um So cool. And we just liked his artwork that we saw online and asked him to do it and we wanted a girl with a sun head okay um and like on the acoustic ep there's a a guy with a moon
0: head right yeah i love that one too the purple yeah yeah um nice honestly i couldn't tell you the meaning of it anymore (laughs) i mean it's fine if there's no real meaning it's just a sick piece of art i love it that's fine
1: um i i don't i there was one but it's been so long <laughs> since I've talked about that, but I appreciate the question. That's a good one. I'm sorry wow. I don't have a cooler
0: answer. It's totally fine, dude. It happens all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So how'd you how'd you manage to balance, no pun intended, uh, your life with work? Like when you weren't on the road? Um, luckily I have a job. When they hired me,
1: they knew I was a touring a touring guy. Okay, so they knew that was a the deal. They're like, please work for us, and uh, it's cool. You don't you can tour whenever you need to so that is extremely hard to give i still work there for the oh interesting yeah um so i was really lucky I, I, like a lot of people have to quit their jobs to go on tour and then find new jobs yeah so them knowing the case uh was beneficial for me because i could just come home from tour and then go right back to work That's i did that the whole time throughout balance and uh yeah um it sucks like being on tour for two months and then having to go back to like a desk job though Of course, yeah that's like the it's it's soul sucking but at the same time like lucky to have a job period so
0: so do you go to like an office or is it all remote?
1: It's remote now, I did work in an office, but when I moved to California, I like tried to quit, right. I was like there, there's no way this is gonna work and they're like, well, what if you just work from home there? I'm like, that's awesome. Well, I don't have a job set up out there, so I could do that and uh I've been still doing it unfortunately I would say but um
0: <laughs> I'm still lucky to have a job so no of course I'm looking right now because like the whole all the sets and stuff are like dying out because they're they're talking about having a writer strike so oh all, really yeah all the film friends are are struggling right now <laughs> we're trying to figure it out
1: what do you what do you do for film
0: um, I do like acting and stuff and, and writing and hopefully to get back to directing this year. But oh, cool. Just all that kind of stuff. And I, I've worked on sets and I do catering sometimes for like my friends catering company. Oh nice. So pretty much everything, you know. Just love movies. That's awesome. Yeah. That's my second love is that kind of thing. So that's great. Oh, so you're a big movie guy? Yeah, I love I love
1: uh, scripts and I love yeah. movies and I don't know. I, yeah, I'm I'm huge on that. That's like I'm, I almost went to school for that if I had the grades.
0: Really? That's cool. I tried I tried going for directing at USC and they wouldn't let me in cuz my grades weren't good enough. See, it's crazy cuz I didn't know
1: I had a passion or an interest in it until senior year of high school. Oh, interesting. So I took communications class and we were making like short films and stuff and like the morning announcements even. Like that I was like, "Oh, this is really fun. This is creative. I love this." But I dicked around in school my whole life, yeah. never took it seriously. So I'm like, well, I can't go to NYU like everyone else in this class is going to because yeah. I don't have the grades and I never really tried except for that class. So right, that was a bummer. I'm like, well, yeah. So I guess I kind of just gave up on that. But it's always been something to do. i I tried to write scripts myself. And yeah, that's
0: fun. It's good therapy. Yeah, it's good. Um. So not to not to reopen potential wounds, but what are You're some gonna, great <laughs> what are some great tours that you, you couldn't agree to do because you already were booked on others?
1: Ooh. Let's see if I can remember. <laughs> There's so many. Um whew. I can't think of specific specific bands. I can't think of specific bands. Not a single there's, one. That's funny. There's there's a couple that I know. Well we turned down we're the only probably the only band that turned down brand new. <laughs> really? What? Yeah, we we turned down brand new.
0: Damn. Yeah. So wow. that <laughs> a few times we turned turned them down. Uh just kept asking and they're like, No, we want you.
1: We got asked like twice, maybe three times, and they were for other reasons we mm-hmm. had beef. Not like that I can I talk see. about, but now I feel that. <laughs> um, well, I guess now it doesn't really matter, but
0: <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. Not. So yeah, it's funny because that was like our main goal was to tour with them um, right. when we first started, and then right. when the time came, we we're like, nah. <laughs> so saying, nah, <laughs> yeah. Um, which is funny how that works out. But our our goal was also to tour with them in Manchester Orchestra, and we got to do Manchester Orchestra, which is cool. Oh, yeah, and then we played a show with Jimmy Eat World, so that was a, like we wanted to tour with Jimmy Eat World, but um we just got to play a one-off show. But like, what did we turn down? We turned down tons of tons tons of cool shit. You know, I I regret never doing a Tiger Shaw co-headliner.
0: Yeah, that never happened.
1: That never that, happened. Interesting. You would think you would think it would have happened, but it didn't.
0: That stinks. Yeah, I can't think of one that actually was like because we did like you guys did tour a lot of bands i mean you guys definitely checked a lot off the list for sure
1: we also like shot ourselves in the foot too because we would like turn down good opportunities but for we like, didn't yeah. like the bands right yeah you just want to tour with your friends we just wanted to tour the bands we liked that was like yeah. our, our thing um yeah. but that i mean we shot ourselves in the foot without it i think we could have been a little bit more successful maybe if we said yes to a lot of stuff
0: but we, yeah um but yeah so what exactly <laughs> it's in the past now <laughs> uh <laughs> so what exactly led to like the extended hiatus with balance like was everyone just burned out at that point and wanted to take a break i know a lot of people got married
1: yeah it was that like touring wasn't a thing we could really do that much anymore and there was a uh, beef with our our drummer Bailey, um, mm. he mm. like uh, betrayed us Ooh. in a way, and didn't really apologize or anything. Kind of fell off the face of the earth, so that put a bad taste in our mouths. That sucks big time. Uh, he was like my best friend, and then yeah, totally crossed crossed us. That sucks. Um, yeah, it did suck. It still sucks. I haven't talked to him since. I haven't talked to him since I found out what he uh. did so um yeah but he's not the kind of person to do any kind of confrontation or, or so he just kind of fell off the face of the earth and so that put a bad taste in our mouth on top of like the guys getting married and not being able to tour yeah um and like we had to get jobs like they all had to get like jobs and stuff so yeah that's what'll do it man um but yeah i mean it was coming. It was becoming less fun too. It felt like more of a job. No, definitely. Um, like around light, we made is when we were like struggling with each other, mm-hmm. um, n- mainly with mainly with Bailey. I guess he just made it. He just made it very miserable on our last album to work with. Yeah, and it just like lost the fun. Yeah, that's the worst. And that is the main part of being in a band is the fun. So
0: can't suck the fun.
1: Yeah, he I, I literally used to I refer to him now as the fun sucker, <laughs> the he fun did. sucker. <laughs> I that's I feel like I genuinely feel like that's what he did in any scenario. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So he he uh, fucked us over big time, and the fuck yeah. Out. I haven't talked to him since. So then we're just like, ah, should we just call it? And then we got our friend Dennis Wilson, who played in saves the day,
0: to join.
1: Yes. The band for our last shows right our, our, our hiatus shows or whatever you
0: want to call them. That's what's up. And Wait, so uh, did he
1: did he play on the the
0: Syracuse show then?
1: No, no, no. Bailey played on that.
0: Oh, okay. So like the last couple you're saying?
1: Yeah. Like the we did in 2019 we did uh like seven or eight like oh, high yeah. like farewell hiatus shows. Yeah. And, and Dennis was like when we were playing with him, it was like night and day like he was so fun so positive so down for whatever yeah i was like oh shit so this was bittersweet about it because we were saying goodbye but at the same time i'm like wait this is fun now
0: like yeah you didn't want to let it go why at that would
1: we I, personally that's how i feel like why would we stop now i'm like we're having so much fun man. right and the vibes are
0: great and everyone's happy so
3: yeah
2: but Bye. thank
0: god for dennis all right, thank god Dennis. Hell yeah. My uh, my first dog was named Bailey. She died. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry to hear that. It's a long time ago, but I just thought that was funny. We love we love that Bailey. We do love pets. <laughs> we do. Um so is like a potential reunion at some point in the cards you think like at like one of these days. Yeah. That'd be sick. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think people so. Want it. I think a lot of people are here for it. Just for the fun of it, man. Yeah. Have you been writing like any new potential balance material, even for shits and giggles? I've over the years I've had so I have so many
1: demos that are like, oh, this could be a balance idea. So I've I've saved many um, stuff that couldn't really work for Creek stuff. Um, Yeah. So I got stuff in the bank. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah. It'll probably happen one day. That'd be sick. I don't I don't know. I
0: don't wanna I don't want to speak too soon, but it'll probably happen. Yeah, it's not jinx it here. Yeah. Um so Light We Made seemed to have kind of like a less welcoming release, uh, at least with postcard coming out. I kinda remember people were bitching about the way the drums sounded and you know, the change in tempo overall. But mm-hmm. it didn't take long after the record dropped for a lot of like the same complainers just to bring really, like back the record basically. And you know, I think it's truly a phenomenal release, you know, just like the prior two albums, but it's kind of like in a world of its own. What exactly was your whole inspiration with the shift in sound on that one? Well,
1: with things we think we're missing, I feel like we couldn't top it. Yeah. Uh, we kind of went full maximal maximalist with that. Yeah. Like we went hard. So it's like, we could either try to make something just as good, but I don't know if it'll be better. Um, So we wanted to do something different. We were, like, really craving to do something different. Uh, Something with electronics in it. uh, Something more in line with what we were listening to at the time. um, Like Radiohead and stuff like that. So... Yeah. um, We just wanted to try something different. Um, Because we just... You know you're not going to fucking top the last one. So... No chance. Yeah. Yeah we went too hard <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that dude like i mean honestly so- i know but i feel like we put all of our eggs in a basket at that moment in that moment i felt like that. i'm like well shit what else can we do yeah um, I feel, I feel so we like just want to try something new and uh so we did like we made <laughs> um and yeah i remember it was like an underwhelming response at first
0: um at first though i mean it definitely it picked up steam pretty much right off the bat i thought from what i saw yeah I think the like the
1: label like we when we were on vagrant for that one, and uh that was a really bad experience, yeah um so they, they so this is what happened they uh signed us, and then um this guy worked directly with us, um this guy Jeremy, and he was like all about it, had all these plans for us, and then we released the record. And um, we just find out he doesn't work there anymore. Oof. Yeah, he went to another company. Didn't even tell us nothing. So we're just like, well, what are we going to do? Like, our main thing was promo. We're like, we need people, like, more people to hear this. We want to find new fans. And, like, we want to, like, really promote this. Just branch it out. You know what they did, man? What well, did they do? They just posted on their Instagram. That's all they did. They got us on a rock playlist too. Are you kidding on me? Spotify. That's all they did. They spent money yeah. on the record, and then, that's
0: that's literally all they did. So why why did you guys move out of like No Sleep territory? Because we wanted to see what else was out there. Okay. Um,
1: and No Sleep did so much more than Vagrant right. did. Like, uh, Light We Made wasn't in any stores. Really. Yeah. But No Sleep had us at Urban Outfitters. Like, we were on the shelves at Urban Outfitters.
0: Yeah, dude, I remember that. That's crazy.
1: Yeah, so No Sleep was, like, on the ball. And, like, I guess we kind of didn't realize what we had at the time. Yeah. um, And we just wanted to, you know, Vagrant put out so many records we love. And they had the, this major label push and distribution. And, you know, they just fucking oiled us up and then right. completely abandoned us. So, um. So that was like another, that sucked because like people, some people didn't like the record because it was different and then that happened too. So I was like, well, fuck. And that kind of like I think that kind of helped with the knowing the end was coming. Right, yeah. Because we were burned out too. We were touring all the time. So we were just like I don't know. We were
0: just fucking Yeah, no, out. I feel that. I don't know. I love, I love all three of the records and I, I'd wouldn't lie to you i think they're all great and they're all like their own thing you know which is awesome you know thank you but, yeah i think I Light Appreciate we made that. was solid it was it seemed like the right way to go honestly and a good way to go out yeah
1: um we did like the slow heart ep after but that those were the same sessions really oh really i, I wanted those songs on light we made and then oh. jeremy from vagrant didn't he's like no those songs don't belong on my light we made i'm like
0: oh i didn't realize
1: that but i'm like are you sure and so we didn't do it i I think the record would have done a little better uh if we had those three songs on there i like i think it's a
0: really strong three really strong songs so i I was listening to that yesterday i have the seven inch (laughs) i got that on uh oh yeah record store day in in buffalo
1: (laughs) you're you're a real one
0: So there's a lot of gloomy despair and heartbreak in your lyrics and in the melodies. You know, when you're happy about life, do you find it harder to like channel your inner demons in your songwriting, or does it just you know? Come totally,
1: natural? totally, yeah, totally. That's a struggle I've always, always had to deal with. But I feel like I only write when I'm uh when, you're more... down. when I'm down. That's like my outlet. That's how I get it done. I can't really write happy. I, people have said that for plenty of times in the past, but yeah. It's true I'm not going to like write a song like let's go it's Saturday night let's go party with the boys or something you know like I can't, <laughs> I can't do that and take myself seriously so uh I kind of have to wait for that feeling and uh it takes a while sometimes and um yeah but I just really enjoy uh a sad song oh, uh, I love it It's my favorite kind of song You so... master that <laughs> Thank you <It's... laughs> It's like, I know, like, it's probably a thing, like, oh, sad boy, John, or something. <laughs>
4: um,
1: I've seen memes, but <laughs> that's just, I, I don't know, I can't, that's just how I write. Like, I write when I'm dealing with something or, like, going through it. Right. So, um, and that's what I'm drawn to in, in lyrics. Like, I like, like, happy music, too, but.
0: Of course, but with what you do, idea. yeah. Yeah now nah, for sure writer's block is real though you know or is that so, as so as Jer- jeremy boehm would say to write content
1: <laughs> yeah exactly no you yeah. nailed it with that and I, I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about Classic. we talk about that all the time yeah yeah it is hard to write content
2: mm-hmm.
0: those those so, are some yeah. crazy shows too were you there for that the t-shirt shows? no i was supposed to play them Really? Oh,
1: what happened? I got offered a plan, but I was out here. I'm out here recording, so.
0: Oh, so you've been out there for a minute then. Okay.
1: Yeah, I've been out here for like a month and a half.
0: Oh, okay. I thought it was like a couple weeks. My bad. No. Um, (laughs) So how exactly do you go about constructing your songs? Is it like lyrics first or do you start riffing to, you know, scope out the initial ideas? It's never lyrics first. I wish it was. Right. Uh, Damn it. I wish it was. It's a,
1: no, it's always a, Melody first. Well, I'll have like a little guitar hook. yeah, And then, but it's always melody first. And I will usually record a mumble track just with that melody that I like. So I don't forget it. Mm -hmm. And then I write to that. I make the lyrics fit. I make the the sounds of the words the same kind of if it worked in the first take. So I, I, it's always melody first because I think that's like what speaks to you in a song, more than the lyrics. I think it's how it,
0: how it sounds. How it, yeah, how it sounds.
1: No, I totally I agree the, with that. That is the the most important thing. Um, that's what makes things catchy. You exactly. know. Um, so it's always melody first with like a basic guitar
0: ass part. But that's yeah, awesome. that's how I do it. Yeah, dude, voice memos in the phone is like saving grace. Oh my god, I was trying to clean mine out
1: it's hard uh, a couple of weeks ago no it took me a whole flight from la <laughs> to philly and i didn't even get a quarter of the way through
0: yeah i couldn't either dude i, I was right i've been writing music too actually we just started we were demoing oh, yeah. yesterday, yesterday a little bit but i have like 119 memos just for one song
1: <laughs> yeah i do the same thing as you like start over again you're like oh, oh
0: nope. yeah nope. and then you got to trim the fat and there's like three that sound exactly the same you're like why didn't i just delete that
1: yeah when you when you get a really hot one, you have to name it immediately, or you're gonna it's gonna get lost in the new recordings or
0: whatever. Now that's smart. I haven't done that yet. That's a good idea. That's what you gotta do. Like, I
1: I have so many in like in mind. <laughs> like, this is good or this is great, dude.
0: Right. <laughs> like, that's
1: the title of it. <laughs> I
0: I even do one just for riffs. Like if I come up with like a weird riff, I just gotta record it right away so I don't forget it. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Folder just Very for that. Important. Yeah, that's
1: the bet That's my favorite tool on the iPhone is the voice memo.
0: Yeah, and the notes. I love the notes section too.
1: Yep, they're right next to each other. I'm right there. Very, very important
0: to my well being. <laughs> yeah. So long, Fruit Ninja. <laughs> yeah. Um. So have you have you ever considered doing anything like stupid heavy? Like I feel like you could pull it off. Like I bet I bet you can breathe. Can you breathe?
1: Can I? Can I? What?
0: <laughs> can you breathe?
1: What do you mean by that?
0: Just <laughs> like like the like the guttural like screams? Oh,
1: see <laughs> I can um, see you doing that. I can see me like I kind of have the yell for it, but um I honestly don't listen to that music that kind of music that much. I don't oh, yeah. listen to like a lot of heavy stuff. I listen to like <laughs> a few hardcore bands. Like I mean like a few that I love, but um I don't I don't see myself Doing something really heavy. It's just not something I really like listen to.
0: Sorry if I like blindsided you. This is kind of like the silly part of the show. No, we're being silly. I'm I'm all about (laughs) being silly. Um, What are some of the craziest things you've seen on the road? I've seen.
1: I feel like I've seen tons of stuff. But (laughs) off the top of my head, I don't know. I don't know. We used to do crazy shit. We used to like be obsessed (laughs) with fireworks. Yeah. And uh, we would do those all over the country and like spots you're not supposed to do them <laughs> but what did i see i mean
0: i mean i have a good one i know you guys I, I didn't even know about this until today but i was reading that you guys i don't know if you flew off a cliff but you you dropped 70 feet off a cliff or something
1: oh yeah that little thing
0: that's scary as hell
1: dude that's so scary um yeah so that was the wildest thing that's ever happened to us mm-hmm. we're lucky to be alive um mm-hmm. yeah we were coming home from we were going to to the hotel from a Cleveland show on a title fight tour. It was pouring rain. Yeah. Um, Bailey was driving. Um, like the lanes shifted because the construction zone, so there's this groove, groove in the road that like your tire would like follow. Mm-hmm. Like if we had slipped into it. So that happened. Then we lost control, and we're on the highway in Ohio, and there is a guardrail along the road. There's like two, but there's a like middle space with no guardrail. So we skirt, we skirt. <laughs> skirt. <laughs> yeah, we did that. Lost complete control, of van and trailer. Yeah. We're flying on the highway. We're going like highway speed. Go right through that center with no um, railing.
0: Just hauling ass.
1: Fly off this like huge hill. So we're like airborne for a while. Like the, the it was like a hill that like dipped really quickly. Oh no. So we are airborne like literally flying and we were counting merch money at the time too so there's just <laughs> all of this money dude that's our, extra our bodies just flying through the air there's money everywhere <laughs> and then yeah we landed on our side yeah. i landed on the ground i landed Ooh. in the grass because our window broke on the side like of a 15 passenger van or something yeah so i landed on the grass like right in that little sliver where the window broke and like it was grass and um jesus yeah dude um really scary i I remember dave our tour manager was like hanging upside down from his seatbelt um yeah it was nuts um but we survived and it's very very lucky um scary yeah it was um
0: did anybody break anything?
1: Yeah, Dave, our tour manager broke his back. Big deal. And then <laughs> um, we all were pretty banged up. Like um cut up
0: in a little bit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Fingers, noses, and shit. Oof. Was all fucked up. We were all sore for days. But like I remember the next day, uh, we went to the junkyard where they cr- they had to crane our van and trailer out of this thing. Yeah. Out of the this Thing we fell into, and um, we were there the next day at the junkyard to see if we can get our gear because we were going to keep the, we took like two shows off, but we were going to meet up with the tour. We were going to buy we had to buy a new van because that was totaled, right? And then, um, so we're like going through the trailer, like to get our gear, and uh, the guys who worked there were like, Well, you got you guys weren't in the van last night, were you? And we're like, Yeah, and he, it's like it's like we thought everyone died. Who was in it? I'm like, wow. no, we're all we're all here. And they couldn't believe that we were all alive. That's crazy. So that was crazy. Yeah, that was wild. Um, but we got back on the tour and finished it. Bought a new van and trailer.
0: And so, so the junkyard didn't crush your 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 van up into like a box, like in Christine. No, I uh, say no, 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 no. Maybe maybe after we
1: were got all our shit out of it.
0: Yeah, that's good. <laughs>
1: But, yeah, that was insane. And, like, when we crashed, we had to go all the way back up this really steep hill, and it's pouring rain. Oh, man. But we're, like, grabbing our luggage, and we're, like, we keep, like, getting halfway up the hill, sliding all the way back down. Get to yeah. the top, sliding all the way back down. So it was just a nightmare. Holy but shit. we're alive, and that's the most important thing. That's
0: all that, that matters. But that was a pretty crazy time on tour. We would never have had creeks if you died in that creek.
1: Yeah exactly. yeah
0: exactly exactly um the same thing actually happened to my mom so in like the 70s she flew off a cliff and like broke her neck and had to have one of those like like remember like back in like the like the olden days when they had the, like the big metal braces for like the neck brace yeah, yeah yeah she had to have that and had like screws in her head and stuff and like yeah oh she, if she died i would never be here so crazy weird to think about thank,
1: thank god
0: yeah thank, thank god gosh, patty okay yeah for real long live patty um (laughs) so what's your best what's your best advice for kids out there that want to do music professionally
1: um don't look at it as professionally just play and play every show you can and then you'll become a professional but have fun is the main thing like focus on the fun of it and play as much as you can get a local following um and then start touring mm-hmm. when you can. But just keep it fun. That's really what it's all about because you're going to look back on those days and be like, damn, this are the best times of my life, you know? Right, definitely.
3: An eagle song spoke right to me. trees
0: we've reached the the end of the road here um so this is this is the speed round i ask a bunch of like bullshit questions and you just answer them so okay. what's your what's your favorite reliant case on
1: oh less is
0: more nice <laughs> grape jelly <laughs> no, no, or... no 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 <laughs>
1: jefferson jefferson airplane sorry
0: okay jefferson airplane perfect grape jelly or strawberry jelly Grape. hell yeah uh best restaurant in la I, I, there's a secret hitter, uh, meat Corazon, really okay. good Mexican food. I've heard of that one. I think what's a uh, best Philly restaurant. Uh, uh, Soraya. What's that really, Wait, what's that really good pizza place in Philly that I hit? It was, uh, was it John's? What's it the Angelo? one that was like, there's a lot. Okay. Oh, maybe it was Angelo's. Angelo's is a hot like spot. one of the best. Yeah. Yeah. I almost stole a pizza from there in June by accident. I like, <laughs> is that the one where you have to like order an entire pie and they like tell you to come back like after you yeah. order it? Yeah. yeah. So I went back for it like 30 minutes later and they just like handed it to me and they were like, Oh, have a good day. And I'm like, okay, cool. And I go to the car and I'm like, damn, I didn't even pay for that. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> so I had to go back, but they had, they had my number and the girl was like frantically calling me. She's like, where are you? And I'm like, I'm walking right towards you. I'm right here. This <laughs> scary. Yeah but Good. um i'm glad you didn't steal no i'm just kidding but like, nah, i don't pay do for that. it right away right it's like why why didn't i just pay like from the jump like, yeah. uh what's something you hate more than pickles snakes hell yeah i know you hate you hate pickles and yogurt right uh i can do a little bit of yogurt but i can't touch pickles All right what's your favorite creek song glue you did say glue yeah, I th- I think it's glue. Yeah. yeah, favorite balance song.
1: Oh, bro,
0: loam. Okay, cool. Just listening to that actually. Um, what's the scariest movie you've ever seen?
1: Does the Exorcist count when you're in third grade? Sure, in third grade. In third grade, it messed me up. But the actual scariest movie I've ever seen.
0: Yeah, what fucks you up to this day? Candyman. First, like the original that's a good one though mm-hmm. for me it's like it's like Carrie and Pet Cemetery. for some reason those movies mess me up they're scary, they're scary. Okay. you see Hereditary love it that's that so one good. too that's 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 up there yeah that real stuff that's for <laughs> one of my like favorite movies period it's so good yeah. I can't wait for the new one the uh, Bo is Afraid that comes out in I'm April. so psyched for it I cannot Ooh, wait cannot wait um, all right let's see here have you ever gotten absolutely annihilated in a mosh pit? Yeah. Uh where?
1: Uh in Quakertown, Pennsylvania. I was it's the last time I moshed. Uh I was moshing for a hardcore band. <laughs> and someone like did a whip around with their fist. Oh no. They were like two stepping and they like did one of these really quick. <laughs> Hit me right in the neck. The Adam's, the Adam's apple. My Adam's Apple went in and like clicked oh. and popped back out. And I was like, oh. I I'd sing with this. Like I can't be doing this. Holy shit. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to like fuck up my vocal cords. So I was just, I haven't done it since. You said that
0: was Quakerstown. Is that why the song's called Quake? Quaker Town? No, 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 Oh. <laughs> uh that would have checked out. <laughs> uh, good question. Good question though. Uh, have you ever gotten hurt while performing?
1: Yeah, I bled fingers and stuff. Oh, bunch. that's not too bad. That's not too bad. But oh yeah, and getting hit in the face with a microphone from like stage divers. That happened a lot. So anyone? I have, like, some chipped teeth from that stuff, too. You chipped your teeth? Yeah, from, like, people crowd surfing or something, and, like, hey, they hit the mic, and it hits your face. That That's
0: kind not of thing. good. That Yeah, the dude from Transit said that when I had him on. said so the same thing. He was like, people are always bouncing around. Yeah. Um. Let's see here. What is a dessert you love? S'mores. Something you got detention for in high school.
1: Um, I was on the morning announcement, so uh, I got this for that. I don't know.
0: Uh, okay, nothing. nothing so like, oh, trees. the te- oh, attention, the detention. Oh, yeah, not oh. attention, detention.
1: Oh, I was skipping school, like it was nobody's business. So, that, Ooh, yeah, that boy, I that was that.
0: <laughs> What's the weirdest venue you ever played? God's Butt in Birmingham, Alabama. That's the greatest name. <laughs> you know we had we had a weird one we had the funeral home in buffalo i I never actually went but that's kind of a weird one it's literally a funeral home that's
1: weird I, we played a thrift thrift store a oh. thrift clothing store with um fireworks that was weird in polar bear club that was weird
0: did you ever fuck up a denny's <laughs> oh yeah you see those videos of those like metalcore kids <laughs> what the fuck is up Denny? <laughs> it's so great
1: it's my it's one of my favorites
0: <laughs> what's a special trick you can do
1: i'm really good at fingerboarding uh special trick though i i
0: i think fingerboarding is my secret skill i don't know that's pretty sick um what's a hobby you have that might like people might not know um
1: a hobby i don't know um really good at hacky sack, but I don't tell anybody that. And no, I just did. So
0: That's dope. I'm really bad at that. <laughs> I can get like it maybe 5 times up, but then I, I fail every time. Uh, oh, let's see here. What's something that made you laugh until you cried? So
1: many things. Recently, <laughs> my friend Matt and I were on a walk. And uh there was like a shelf by the like the it was like it was supposed to be trash, but it was in the middle of a the sidewalk kind of i saw it i thought he saw it too but we're walking by a, a bar we hadn't seen before and he goes oh nice little cocktail spot and then immediately <laughs> hit the shelf and tripped and fell over it that was the last time i laughed till like, i cried <laughs>
0: that's crazy i love that
1: he ate shit it was so funny
0: ate <laughs> shit on shit and just like
1: <laughs> and just like saying oh it's a cute little cocktail spot boom it was so good was i was gonna so say
0: funny. that was already a funny build-up yeah <laughs> uh pineapple on pizza yes or no uh yes in moderation same yeah for sure uh most awkward fan interaction uh there's so many it's kind of dark but he's like this
1: (laughs) no no uh a lot of people have told me like i'm the reason they're alive or something i like tell me like how close (laughs) to suicide they were and i'm like yikes (laughs) i'm glad you're still here but like i don't know if i really had anything to do with that um, yeah, but that that's... I would get that a lot. So when you're at a show, like you're trying to have fun or something, and then like you get hit with that, you're like, "God damn, that's heavy." <laughs> but I don't mean to like dismiss it, but also like that's awkward. So it is
0: weird. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's the a weird d- one. I had Matt from Set Your Goals on last, and he had a funny one. He was like, these two girls would like bring him candy every sing every single time they would see their shows, and mm-hmm. like every every time they would come, they would bring more candy than the time before. <laughs> Oh my god, that's and they were just so really bad. pushy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> really pushy.
0: Yeah, that's funny. Um let's see here. What are you most proud of? Um, I guess
1: I guess the stuff I did with balance, like just being able to like I never thought I would ever be a I always wanted to be a touring, like a touring band, and like I always wanted to do that. And the fact that we did it and kind of kind of successfully was is cool very cool mm-hmm. yeah I mean that was just really fun so I'm proud of that it was a lot of hard work and Paid I, off. Just, uh, I can't believe it happened
0: right yeah what's your biggest regret I'm sure it's some romantic have a great show tomorrow and Thank some you. good, good firework shows and yeah let's keep in touch awesome we will thanks man this is fun <laughs>
3: I was watching October
4: Sky
3: in mid-July when I lost my self-control, it's kind of funny how time goes
0: Oh, yeah. okay.